Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes. Thanks for joining me. I want to talk about a couple of things since the Federal Reserve is raising rates. Talk about the cost of money and a big thing that's going on in the whole marketplace right now, cost of energy. CPI, we're at 7.9. We might see middle eights here for a little while. That'll start coming down. We talked about cost push inflation rather than wage push inflation. We have the cost push based on supply problems, based on people wanting to buy stuff. So prices go up in a hurry. Prices come down in a hurry when the marketplace adjusts, and that's kind of what's going to happen here. The Federal Reserve, they're raising rates for a number of reasons. You look at the mortgages. Well, technically, you can get one at 4.1. No, you can't. Out in the marketplace, no points. We're about 4.8. We'll be middle fives by August, maybe a tiny bit more. We'll get back to the mortgages here in a minute. Yield curve is very flat. The 10 years paying about as much as the 30 year is, so on and so forth. We've discussed this. Oil was down below 100 for a day, day and a half. It's over 100 again. I think that's going to adjust once the energy market, well, readjusts. Consumer spending has been fine. We've talked about this. A lot of the increase in consumer spending, even through February, has been inflation related. Prices are up. Retail sales numbers are up. Well, you apply all of the inflation to it, and the numbers are actually kind of flat, not even reflecting airline travel is picking up. Hotels are really not picking up yet. Car purchases are picking up. There's a lot of fundamentals, very sustainable fundamentals in the economy that are picking up. And evidently, the vastly increased cost of gasoline has had no impact on consumption at all. Consumption is not that great to begin with, but people are just paying it. I think there's a lot of confidence that it's not going to stay up there. Two very important ones and a critical part of the thinking of the Federal Reserve right now is rents. Rent of primary resident, the alternative rent, that is a huge driver in the housing economy. This starts to move up it's important that the Federal Reserve let things like mortgage rates climb to cool that market off a little bit. And that's exactly what they're going to do. Money has been free. Cost of money, zero. It's now a quarter of 1%, 25 basis points. We're going to go to certainly one and a quarter percent by the end of August. How far we go there? I don't know. I think two might be the upper limits from the numbers we have right now. It isn't really important. There was a time when this economy was very dependent on the cost of money. Home equity lines of credit, business lines of credit, a lot of places where the sensitivity to interest rates really had an impact. It's really not the case anymore. There's so much cash, and we've talked about that. There's so much alternative places to invest, all the venture capitalists, all the private equity groups. Money has a lot more latitude, but the Federal Reserve has got to raise its rates to have some tools in the future, if nothing less than to lower rates. But it's also got to push the mortgage market. Right now, technically, the spreads between the 10-year and the mortgage is about two and three-quarter percent. It should be about two. Some of that is a lot of foreign money coming into the U.S. for safety and security. They're buying treasuries as fast as they can get their hands on them. 
But the second thing is the marketplace is a little worried that the Federal Reserve, when they start selling their assets and slowing down their purchasing, that they're going to get rid of the mortgage-backed securities first and just stick to treasuries. That'll flood the market, drive the price down. Uh, the Fed is going to want to cool the housing market. Raise rates, raise mortgage rates, it'll cool it off. It'll take a year, year and a half. Okay, now, this is the Chicago Fed National Activity Indicator. It's fine. A lot of the tragedy that's going on in the Ukraine and the rest of the world, some of the drama about wheat and food. Uh, I don't even want to think about the food issue right now globally. But it has very little impact here. The national activity is staying very robust. It's going to continue to grow. The first quarter GDP number is probably going to be over one, which is exactly where it should be. Uh, the stock market has reflected some of that already. We had a good week, recovery week, for a number of reasons. Less panic, maybe a little hopeful resolution to what's going on in the Ukraine and elsewhere. Earnings aren't bad. Fundamentally, the biggest thing was production, U.S. manufacturing production. We had two weeks there when we really were opening up the supply chain. Boats getting unloaded in Long Beach, so on and so forth, and then production went up immediately. The factories were ready, the factories were willing. They, wow, they went while they had it. Okay, some of that is slowing down now. Not so much as the costs are going up. It costs a lot more to ship something from China to the West Coast, but that marketplace will adjust. S&P 500 is down a little bit, it's corrected. It is kind of come out of correction territory. Some of that is on earnings. Some of that is on the outlook. Some of that is on a reasonable resolution of what's going on in the Ukraine. Treasuries have done very well. Money from all over the world is coming in. Safety, security, driving the prices up. So energy, big part of the CPI. We used to get gasoline from a lot of places. Venezuela, Nigeria, places we don't get a drop from anymore. Canada has really made up the difference. And it's going to continue to make up the difference a little while. It might be a little embarrassing to explain why that Keystone Pipeline went away. It could be in use right now, but be that as it may, the alternatives for oil are vast. You just have to give them an opportunity to make a little money at it. The oil in Alberta, I mean, they need $80 a barrel, so on and so forth. I don't think oil is going to stay above 100. It's a question of how far it's going to come down. Domestically, there are a lot of states that are making up the difference in international sources of crude, Texas being right up here. Colorado's in here. There's a number of them in here. New Mexico's trying to ramp up. They're going to do their best. This is fracking and so on and so forth. I mean, it's not going to last 50 years, but they can do it for a while. But there's a lot of other oil around the world. Even our own states have got a fair amount of known resources. And the interesting one down here in the bottom is Alaska, who very likely has huge resources, but they can't do that at $60 a barrel. They got to do 80 or better, like the old days. They have some problem getting it around. It's kind of a harsh environment, but there's a lot of places where you can find oil if you give them the number. 
So a component of this inflation is going to stay there. This energy market is going to have to equalize to keep the supplies going. How that impacts on how long the Federal Reserve is going to stay up, point and a half, point and three quarters, maybe even two, before they ease, that's pure speculation. This is Venezuelan market. It used to be a great source of petroleum, mostly for diesel. There are a couple of refineries on the Caribbean coast that all they do is refine Venezuela crude. We'll see if they come back on the market. Finally, quick touching on one of the reasons we're having this atrocity in the Ukraine is Russia wants to maintain control over the energy supplies, natural gas supplies in Europe. Well, he had the price going there for a little while. That has collapsed. Europe quite wisely said, you know, we're going to look for other sources. And there are a lot of other sources. We've talked about that before. The liquefied natural gas from the United States alone has taken a lot of the price out of this. So the price has collapsed. Some of that drama is going to go away. This time next year, they'll be buying 30, 40% less of their natural gas from Russia. The market's going to continue to adjust. Federal Reserve is going to raise rates. It's not going to be dramatic. I think going as high as 2% is kind of a reach right now. Think one and a half by the end of the year. If you have any questions, I'm glad to answer them. Send it along to info at shjwealthadvisors.com. I'll get all over it. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next time.